What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Highly Opinionated Podcast. This is your boy, Alec Bryant, and welcome back. And it is Black History Month, and it is February. Um, I dropped one episode last month, and I meant to do more than one, but you know what? As I told y'all last, uh, the last episode, I'm taking a little hiatus from work, so I've been resting and relaxing and stuff like that. But because it's Black History Month, and I feel like we should talk to more Black people, I brought my sister on, my blood sister, this is my big sister, my older sister, Amani. And um, say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody. It's Amani. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Y'all, she's, she's so nervous, but it's okay. <laughs> but I had to bring my sister on. Um, this is this is my, my homegirl. Um, so I wanted to bring her on. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, transition. And so I got the type, uh, the topic from, um, so the last, I, we literally just, this is very sporadic. Like, um, I'm traveling, traveling to California in the morning. And, um, every time I travel, I always get like this anxiety and, um, it's because I'm just so anxious to get to the next destination. So I'm going to be talking about transition and getting from like one phase of life to the next. So I brought my sister on because she is a single mother. She has my wonderful, wonderful favorite nephew, uh, Prince. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about transitioning from just being an adult into being a, a mother. So tell me a little bit about that. Um. So becoming a mother was really a big thing for me, Um. Mo- like most women. But... It was kind of different for me because I was still in the transition of like still living with my parents, but trying to turn into an adult. So becoming a mother while trying to do that was a little bit harder because I didn't, it was almost like I didn't trust myself to be able to take care of my son because I was still being taken care of. Mm -hmm. So that transition was really hard and i can say now that i have moved out of my parents house that i'm really in the full swing of being you know a full-time mom and a full-time adult like doing it all now so it's just like um it really has been a huge like nine months for me it's really been different okay good so um one thing that um she did while raising a a son was also going to school. So talk a little bit about um, going to school and what you did and how you made it happen. Ooh, going to school with a child literally is tough. It's doable though, because I know if I did it, everybody can do it. Hmm. It's doable though, but I really, really struggled um, because it was picking which one was more important, you know, Oh, do I push this back? Do I push this assignment back so that I can do this with my son or so I can take my son here or because my son isn't feeling well or, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. for the most part, being like in school with a child is really, really, really hard. I would say if you could go around that, do that. But the reason why I got back into school was because of the child. So there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually went back because of him. So um, I just wanted to show that, you know, you know, press on. It's doable. Anything's doable. Um, 
I just wanted to be a an example. I don't want to push him to do something when I didn't push myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know as parents, you know, you were able to you were able to give your kids that push regardless if you did it or not. But at the same time, at least I'll be able to talk him through it and, you know, be there for him with, with the struggles because I've, I've dealt with it. So um, hopefully he doesn't have to have a child while going through school. But if he does, I'll be there the whole time for that as well. So That's good. So um, you went to school and you finished, you graduated in December of 2022. Uh, with your degree in early childhood education. So talk about how going to school for that degree, um, talk about your journey to going through majors. Like let, let's hear about that transition of transition between majors. Oh my. So I graduated high school in 2013. So during that time, I felt like, um, you know, I was still, I was really into law a lot. Like I, I don't know. Still to this day, I'm not sure. I kind of know a little bit of why I am super into law. But at the time, I didn't. I thought it was because I, you know, I liked it, but I really didn't. I liked watching it. I liked um, seeing it on TV. And and because of that, I thought, I'm like, okay, maybe I would enjoy it if I did it. But when I got there, I didn't really like it. And so um, at the same time of me doing that, I worked at a shoe store where people came in a lot of time a lot with their kids and so most time most of the times people came in there with their kids they were all just doing kids shoes so I spent a lot of my days like helping kids find outfits shoes talking to them um, a lot of parents are were into letting their kids pick out what they wanted to pick out so just having those conversations and I started seeing like how I could connect with kids and you know how I like you know serving people so I kind of switched over and I was going to go to um social social work so I did that I was in school for that that was actually going good but then as time went on I worked for my aunt um at her day I mean her day camp and I think that's where I got you know the feeling of like wow I really like kids kids were easily talking to me they would they would cling to me and even when I worked in a shoe store kids would cling to me my friends who had kids their kids clung to me so it was just like Okay, kids like me, so that's why I'm here now with this degree in early childhood education, which I will be furthering this fall. I'm going back. Um, mm. My friend said, I'm convinced that you like school, which I really don't, but I just feel like I can go just one step further and get it together and, you know, wrap it up properly here or maybe, or maybe go further, but I'm not 100% sure about that yet. Yeah, so that's so dope. Um, Amani is the only one out of all of us. Well, it's four of us. Uh, we, have, we have an older brother, and then it's her, and then it's me. Um, she's the only one that's gone to college. Um, like I plan to go in the future, but she's definitely um, motivating to to look at, and because she's gone through uh, a lot and balancing a lot, and I'm not balancing half of what she's balancing, but um, she was still able to go through. So, but yeah, I definitely look at that as like a um something to like motivate me to push me forward um so i the reason why i wanted to bring up um transition and like anxiety um like i said i always get like an anxiety before traveling and um i wanted to ask you a question do you have any like troubles with anxiety yes so in 2021, I started my, I guess we call it my therapist journey. 
and you know on intake they she did a um, interview for depression and anxiety thank god i wasn't depressed but i do have anxiety real bad to where um it will make my stomach hurt to where i can't even leave the house and it can be the smallest thing that gives me anxiety it's really a struggle and even still um I guess I've been in, I would say I've been in therapy a year and like three months now. So I'm still trying to figure out how to balance it. I still have not found the thing that um, helps me calm down yet. Um, I try not to pour myself liquor or wine when I start feeling anxious. Because uh, that was my go-to before. But I mean, not as no, like, it wasn't heavy, but it would it would help. So um that's when I knew that I needed to go talk to somebody and all of that. So, um, I still haven't figured out what quite to do, but, um, I'm working on it still. I mean, anxiety is really, really hard to deal with because it can come out of nowhere for the smallest thing. Like I'd be going to work. Um, and I wake up that morning with real high anxiety to where it hurts my stomach that I can't even leave the house because it hurts my stomach. So, bad. so I just, struggled with that and in and in high school I struggled with it in college I struggled with it um definitely in college there was definitely a, a a hard thing to struggle with um because you can't just stomach hurt so bad and don't go in you know it's a million jobs but you only you don't really want to take too many chances of failing classes because you they only give you a certain amount of time to fail them classes so you can't just do that so just going through those days and having to push through and I did my practicum and some days I would go in there with anxiety and it would just be anxiety of like especially this last semester I went through of uh, I hope I, I hope I pass I hope the grades are there I hope you know I hope I did this right I hope this is going to go good for me. Like I, it was just so much that I was waking up mornings and just, it felt like my feet were stuck in the ground trying to like walk out the door. Like it was just so bad. Um, but I pushed through, I, I kept going. Um, I had a great support system. Um, the whole time I've been in college, my mom and dad have always been a great support system. They moved to California. So I kind of had to lean on my son's dad a little bit harder. And he was there a lot of the way I was making sure Prince was taken care of so I could do my work the way I needed to. So I really appreciate all of those people. Um, even Alec, some days when Parrish couldn't keep him, I had to drop him off to Alec. <laughs> and I knew he drove him crazy every day, but Alec took him every day happily. And I just really, I'm just grateful for everybody who was in my corner. You know, I love my nephew. So I always that's my favorite nephew, um, my only nephew, <laughs> but he is my favorite. And uh, so, of course, it was not a problem to watch him. But um, so one of the things you talked about was like, um, you wonder, you know, like how um, your grades will be. You wonder, like, is anxiety is like a battle of the what ifs. And so um, I've gone through the what ifs and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things that I noticed, like when you're going through like anxiety is um, having people to talk to. Um, so when you have those anxiety like moments, did you think, or did you have anyone you think you could talk to about that? Um, no. And it, and it, it's 
the reason why I didn't have anybody to talk to, not because I didn't have anybody to talk to, I'm pretty sure I could have called my mom, I could have called my dad, I could have called my brother, but it's not knowing how to talk about it. It's not knowing how to say what you're feeling. And that's me 100% of the time. Like I cannot like express how I feel. So and in those moments of anxiety, like I can't express what is giving me anxiety at the time. Even though I know what I thought about, sometimes I lose that in the anxiety. And so it's it's almost like it's hard to even talk to anybody about it. Um, even when I go to my therapist, we go in a whole circle before I figure out like, oh, that's what that was that day or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, no, I really didn't feel like I had anybody that I could really talk to about it because it's hard to talk about, especially when you don't know exactly what's wrong with you. Right. And so the reason why I ask that question is a lot of times people give people who go through like anxiety, depression, stuff like that a hard time. They'd be like, why, why you ain't come and talk to me? Why you didn't feel like you talked to me? And it's like, all the time you don't really know how to express what it is why you're going through it yeah so that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast is because it was one of the ways that i used to express myself um and my feelings and what i'm going through and stuff like that um so yeah so tell me a little bit about what do you do to express yourself cooking became a way that I can express myself. I can say that for sure. Um, you know, when I, when I'm feeling that anxious feeling in my body, I, I, I do know that I go to my refrigerator and sometimes my anxiety does make me want to eat. So, I mean, I turned it into like, just elevating palates, trying different meals, um, being open to, criticism from other people on my cooking but for sure it cooking helped my anxiety that's what i did to just keep me busy because when those when those thoughts start coming in or something and and these are the days where it's nothing even going on and i just start feeling these what ifs and all of that so i just go in the kitchen and start cooking something or you know watch other people cook that that turned into a passion during this last few years for me that's so good because y'all she can cook for real for real for real like for real for real for real (laughs) she can really cook and so um i never knew that cooking was like a form of like a way to get that out but that's good to know um so one of the things that i could say that helped me besides other than my podcast is um i used to do um i used to go online to like build these houses or whatever and like I will build them and decorate them and stuff like that. So like that's one of the things that I do to express um, how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. Just just to decorate, just kind of get it all out. Um, I would literally stare at the computer for hours until like I am tired, and I would make sure every detail of the little house I was building online would uh, be up to par. So yeah, that's one of the things that I would do to. Um, like get some type of like relief or like release. And with that being said, I wanted to ask you a question. When, you know, we have conversations about you cooking Mm -hmm. and you selling food or whatever. I want to know what's like, what's the hold up with doing that? Do you have, is that something you want to do in your future or, um, or what do you see yourself doing with like your cooking? So, 
with my food i couldn't say exactly what the hold up is i'm pretty sure it has some type of anxiety procrastination fear all wrapped up into that um i know when i did do my food i, I don't want to discredit myself because i had a, a lot of people who came to me and i had mostly mo more family and i'm not knocking the family part of it but i feel like i couldn't expand with just family doing it and so it kind of started bothering me because I feel like I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not popular enough to, to sell food or whatever or for people to take a chance on, you know, my food. And, and there were people who were from the outside, and I really am grateful for those people who, who did take a chance. But most people didn't, and it was more family than anything. And I kind of, you know, turned me off to the, the idea of selling food, um, especially the way I was doing it, um, just – straight out the kitchen posting it online seeing if anybody wants some i feel like that way i don't know it kind of turned me off doing it like that i'm not against doing it or selling food or cooking but i wish i knew what way i wanted to go with it because i have my degree in school and so i it's like i don't want that to suffer or you know that took the time to do that and going back to school to do that and then I, I do that which I know a lot of people always it's it's something that people do go to school for one thing and end up doing something else um but what I'm trying to do is figure out how I can tie the two together maybe and you know see what happens with that um but like you said I got to put the procrastination and the fear aside to actually get my mind on the right track to even you know to even get step one down like i haven't even got past the just the thought of it like i haven't even say like i haven't even told myself what that would even look like yet so i don't know i mean all of that wrapped up together is reason why i just don't know what i'm gonna do with cooking and um so like a like on a business so like you're just trying to marry the two like marry your childhood education with cooking um and I, I can I can see that you know trying to see how you know what that what that will look like stuff like that. So let me say this. So you told me a dream, I think was a couple weeks ago. Um, share it. So tell me the dream. You remember it? Um, I think you talking about the one back by um around Christmas time. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. We're at my apartment that I live in now, and all my family was here gathered around. And I walked out the back of my apartment, which would be the bedroom areas, and um, I came to the front, which there was, my family was there, and it had already been, like my mom, my dad, my brothers, just the normal thing so and um my son and his dad so i didn't see my mom cook the lobster but it was already like known that in my dream i already knew like okay my mom was cooking lobster and so when i came out the room i walk up here you know everybody's up here eating lobster and then when i turn into the kitchen area there's this lobster on the on the floor He's crawling, walking towards, like he just keep bumping into the cabinet. He keep bumping into the cabinet. And so then I'm like, why is this lobster on the floor? And then 
my, I think it was my dad was like, your mama couldn't get it into the pot. Your mom couldn't get it into the pot. I'm like, so she just left it on the floor? And he was like, yeah. So then we all just scooting around this lobster on the floor all day. And I'm like, for some reason, my bed ended up in the living room. And so um, me and my boyfriend were going to sleep. And um, the lobster kept crawling up towards me. It kept crawling up towards me. And it like, it kind of like grabbed on my hand but you know it didn't hurt but in my mind you know we know that lobsters you know that pinch could probably hurt or whatever so i didn't want it so i'm looking at it like oh you know get it off of me get it off of me and it's like i'm like trying to push it off of me but it won't go off of me and like my boyfriend he told him my arm like oh my god like you know we just in panic right now because this lobster is on my hand but i can't get it off of me and um and so that really took me off guard because I'm like, what? And I, in my dream, I felt the, like, I don't know what it, 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 it was heavy. It was just like heavy on my chest. Like it was like, I was so focused on this lobster on the ground all day and everybody just walking around it. And then next thing I know, it attached itself to me. And I really just, I was like, I just really didn't know what that dream was about. Cause I'm like, why would there be a lobster on me? <laughs> Do you remember what I told you? Um. So, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm I know you told me that living room means family. Some generational. Generational. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and lobster is associated with wealth. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason why my mom couldn't get it into the pot was because she's like. She's struggling to to create that that generational wealth. I think you explained it. She's struggling to get that generation generational wealth, and is trying to get on me to be the next person. I guess the next person who can create the generational wealth is, you know, I guess clear it up because yeah. I don't really remember. No, that's that's basically what it was. Um, so you know, the lobster is around. You know, every all the family stuff is in the house, and just lobsters on the on the ground. Um, and, you know, food and dreams, depending on the type of food, but we know it was, you know, mom was in the, in the kitchen cooking. Um, so we know that it's something like that's being fed to us generationally, whatever. But, um, she was having issues putting this one lobster in this pot. Um, and it was something that could feed the family. You know, she was in the kitchen cooking something that could feed the family, but she was having issues putting it in the pot. So it's like, it was, you know, lobsters does... Um, representing a form of wealth and so there was like an issue when the bloodline or whatever something that, that was supposed to attach itself to mom something that mom was supposed to pass down something like that that didn't really get passed down to us that's trying to attach itself to you so it's like um, like you said like the whole family and stuff was scooting around this and moving around this lobster and stuff like that and it, it like once you see it in a dream or do you see it in a natural you you can see like as a family like we have so many different ideas like our dad is gifted our dad is talented our mom is talented and gifted our brother is a, an artist like our family we really dance around a lot of wealth and ideas stuff like that form of procrastination and fear um and so seeing that in the dream, when I when she told me the dream, I was just kind of like chuckling, like, oh yeah, it, it makes sense. 
um, and then how it was the lobster was attaching itself to you, um, especially with the the lobster trying to attach itself to your hand. So it lets you know that it's something that you do with your hand. So it could, like I said, um, when I was saying, like it could be something like with cooking or just something that you do with your hands, like a work or something you do. I just wanted to tell it. I really just wanted to tell the dream um, and really show how um, things can pass down to generations, like. Um, until I give hope to other people that, um, that yes, you may have suffered growing up and there may be things that, um, that didn't, you know, happen for you, you know, as a kid and stuff like that growing up. But, um, just look down on the floor and maybe a lobster on the floor trying to attach yourself to you. What they, I think they said, uh, um, players club they were like it's it's uh money on the floor so <laughs> so just um you know use the things that are around you to you know obtain that wealth and don't be afraid to use what god gave you to obtain that wealth and that level of like i don't know prosperity i feel like our family we 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 so like you know i was talking to someone i can't remember who i was talking to and I was just like, um, starting a business isn't like out of the ordinary for my family because we have a lot of like mm -hmm. business owners in our family. Like, um, like grandpa had a business, uh, mom had a business, um, dad has a business, dad has a business. like um, Andre had business, <laughs> like um, you have a business. I have a business. Like, it's just, that's not something that's out of the ordinary for, for me. Like, and then like, um, I was talking and I was mentioning, also mentioning like being creative. Like, that's not, I come from a creative family. Like grandpa was, a a, 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 a Mason, a stone Mason. And like the man could put together stuff. The man was also a talker. He was, he could talk you out of, out of your clothes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, the man was such a had such a way with words. He was a storyteller. Like grandma was an artist. She can paint. Um, she can decorate. Like, um, like and, and, and that stuff take it takes skill. So um, when people sometimes they be like, oh, you I know, think we do all do art in our own ways. Like cooking we, is it is it's an art. It's an art. She does actual art with the painting and the drawing right. and stuff. And you do the art on the computer, which you're building the houses and right and stuff doing like graphics. That. Like, so Andre is an art artist with his pencils. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we all do art in a different type of way. And so like you know even with like. Um, mom like the art to medicine like it, it takes it's a, a whole different like skill to yes. to, to give the medication way she understands people in the body and like you ask her an something art. and she pretty much can tell you like she's like oh i gotta look it up but i'm pretty sure it's this and she come back to you and like just remembering and being able to apply your skills at any point is just is an art right and so you know, when people sometimes they, they, they be like, oh, you know, you're the first in line. I see you being creative and stuff like that. You're the creative in your family. Just like, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I, you know, it's, it's not necessarily right because um, all of my family, even on my grandpa's side, mainly like that, that was really like the side I was really raised around uh, on my dad's side um, was just like, they all started businesses they all had businesses they all were creative like 
we think about um, Eddie Joe, like Uncle Joe, he was an artist. Like they did tile work in whole different malls and they built the museum downtown. They, our dad, grandpa, uncles, they built uh, uh, Aiken High School. They built- um, The hospital. Yeah, Mer Mercy, Mercy West Hospital. Like that's not doing um, something out of the ordinary, but one thing that we all failed to do, or not really failed to do, but just couldn't really do, was really obtain that wealth factor. It's like we had the opportunity, we had the skill, we had um, the talent to do it, but we didn't really know how to really like obtain like that wealth factor of being like an entrepreneur. And one of the things that I'm learning about you know, like being an entrepreneur is that like, you have to have knowledge behind it. And um, I kind of just got, just went and jumped out and did it like willy nilly. Um, one of the things that I do regret about it, um, that's something that I'm trying to change now. Um, you know, there's different like ways of being an entrepreneur. So that's kind of like what I'm learning um, and you know, with the dream that you had, it's kind of like, you know, there's, you know, wealth that's trying to attach itself to you. And now I'm just trying to navigate and learn how to, um, you know, let whatever's coming to me happen, you know, instead of being afraid of it, instead of running from it, instead of trying to like dance around the fact that um, what's in my hands has the ability to um, last generations and stuff like that. So that's kind of what um, the reason why I wanted to share that particular dream. So, but let's move on to um, a different portion. We're gonna play like some little fun games or whatever. And so, um, so yeah, um, you wanna, uh, I have some, I have some questions I'm gonna ask you and then um, you can uh, answer, so. All right, so the first question is, what's my favorite food? Ooh, I know it ain't spaghetti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, your favorite food is? I have two, I have two weird things, but like, what are like, out of those two, either or is right, but like. Corn dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the other? Oh. Uh, Tacos? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not. You're not. You're not far off. Um, tacos. Mm. You know, I don't really like Mexican food. But you like uh. But it's something you're close. I don't know. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yes, you know I love meatloaf. Oh, I do know that. Darn. Yeah. You love my meatloaf. I do. I do. All right. So, um, what's my favorite color? Mm, green. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I remember your obsessive, obsessive stage when we were young. It was just green, everything. Yes, yeah, I, I still have some green stuff in my room. Like my office chair is green. Mm -hmm. um, my pillowcase stuff is green. So yeah, I like green. Um, what music do I like? So uh, well, let me let me break this down because. I'm a musician, so I love all music. Cause that's what got to be my answer. I'm to be like all of it. You see yeah, everything. I really love all music. So, um, let me break this down. Let me say, um, besides, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to cut this person out. Beyonce. Besides Beyonce, mm -hmm. 
name two of my favorite female artists and two of my favorite male artists. Ooh, this gonna be hard. Okay, so I know Brandy is one of the female artists. Yes! Um, I don't know. I don't know the rest. So another female I would say you like is hmm. I feel like I know this. Like I know this. It's not too hard. It's not too hard. Like um, it's not. It's not hard. Favorite female. So it's Brandy, and there is um. Don't just say Monica. Not <laughs> to say Monica. I was about to cuss you out. <laughs> I know you don't like Monica. Um, I really don't know. I don't know the second girl. It's not hard. I know because I be you listen to them all the time. Really want to get in y'all all and flex in front of y'all friends. Come on. Summer Walker? Yeah, she's I, up there. I did not know that was your second. She's, I did I mean, not she's know not, she would have been your second. She's, she's, she's up. Now, now I do have an... I would, I would say I have an order. So, like, Beyonce is top. You could have said Whitney Houston. Could have mm -hmm. said Whitney. Whitney's, okay, because I, I wasn't thinking like that. I wasn't... Because I was thinking about some old stuff that I, I've heard you listening to. But yeah. I'm like... Not definitely go too far that way you but know, you know it's this. yeah so like my favorite fee female like beyonce and whitney are up there because i just feel like that's everybody that should be everybody's favorite you know <laughs> um so brandy um tony braxton anita baker i was gonna say anita baker that's yes. what because you see you i was know, gonna I say to a anita lot baker. of anita, I was, anita. Gonna, I was gonna say her but i'm like okay no let me stay in like more people who modern mm -hmm. or like you know modern daytime that's what i i swear i was gonna say anita yes yes anita um i said tony braxton anita um and summer walker has really like got up there for me like mm -hmm. i know all of summer walkers basically i know all of her stuff all right now the two male. Two male. I want to know because if you listen, I don't really play like my male artist stuff out there like that. But you should know one because you. I remember you making a video with one song that somebody that was that you was that I was playing in the background. I want to know if you know the artist. Um. Chris uh, Brown. Chris Brown is definitely one. Um. So is this person like an old school person or is this person he, like he could be considered old school? Um Usher. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. I don't know. Who's singing this song, you know? More and more. And then baby, I wanna do I the things a man won't do. Oh. Tank. Tank is up there. Oh. Joe. He don't sing that song, though. He don't. Joe. <laughs> the answer is Joe. Joe, no, Joe, okay, Joe, okay, Joe, okay, Joe. Okay. I couldn't think of his name, but I know he don't sing no songs. I knew that for sure, but I just couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Joe is the guy. All right, so. um. Dang, I was wrong. So was Chris Brown really the other person? Or was he not? As far as favorite male? Yeah. He's up there, yeah. Who was the real too? Is it Joe and who? Who's the real? I would say Chris Brown. Oh, okay. I would honestly say Chris Brown. Chris okay. Brown is like one of my favorite male artists. Okay. 
Um, but Joe was just like, as far as like a singer, mm-hmm. I listen. I would go to Joe before I go to Chris Brown. That's it, Tank. Uh, but Tank is Tank is really good though. Tank is definitely like four. But um, okay, so what is my favorite TV show? Now I you can say I have two of mine. Blacklist. No. Black <laughs> Blacklist is is a good show. I've I've watched it twice. Okay. Um. But like. It's a show that I watch, like I ride hard for, and then it's an, it's two of them. Like What's I told my Washington scandal. Scandal, yes, <laughs> I love scandal. And then and, um, it's another one. It's another one that like it's more ratchet. Bad Girls Club. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, where is his favorite place in the world? I don't know if you. I don't even know if I have a favorite place in the world. Do I? Oh, and I do. I do. Yes, <laughs> I do. Yes, yes, yes. My room. room by yourself. Absolutely, but like as far as like places that I always say like I love, where is that? Charlotte. No. Oh. Um. Starbucks. No. Oh, okay. Um. Good answer. Dallas. No. Oh. Wow. I don't know. New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. You do be saying. I, I don't know why New I would say Dallas. You've never been to Dallas. Nope. Right. So. Never been. You say you want to go there, no? Yep. I say I want to move there. Um, what is your favorite thing about me? Take your time. <laughs> um. My favorite thing about you is at your wisdom as as my little brother like I I just see like you're so wise um you're so self-aware um I like how you hold any and everybody accountable um I think you're brave and that's just me outside looking in um I see a lot of brave traits and I I see you take a lot of risks that I wish I was willing to take um and I just learned how to appreciate like how you're the same person in every room that you go in. Like you don't, you know, bend or fold the way you think for anybody else. Oh, y'all, that was so nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I appreciate that though. Okay. So we have um, this or that, this or that, like, mm-mm. okay. So, all right. So am I an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Definitely. All right. Now, am I an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Am I a cat person or a dog person? Hard question. Mm. Cat person. Wrong. Dog. Definitely. Why you say that was hard then? Because I was going to go dog anyway. Yeah. Because you know about Shay, you know, and Johnson. You know, they really have. I mean, those are animals that you like. I didn't know yeah. that. I mean, that was your top priority animal though. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say dog because that's the most things we ever had was dog. Yeah. But you know, I wouldn't mind a cat. But the only thing that grossed me out about cats is that like they have litter boxes and stuff like that. Maybe they pee in a litter box and then they kick it all around. Then they want to hop and stuff on top of all the furniture and the counter mm-hmm. stuff like that. That bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then it says, am I an optimist or a pessimist? You know what that is? Optimist. Prime. (laughs) 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 Definitely, I'm an optimist to a fault. Um, Sometimes I see the good in things 
more than I see the negative, and I probably should see the negative that. But I'm a bit of an optimist, more than a pessimist. A little bit of both, honestly. Okay, so um, yeah. So those are the questions. Do you want to do me? Yes, definitely. Cause okay. let me see what you made. Uh. Okay. Okay, y'all. It's my turn now. Now it's your turn to answer. What is my favorite food? Um. Shoot. Is there like two of mine or one? Just one. Um, nah, I think I only. Uh, you don't really have a favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really don't have a favorite food. I don't, and that's what comes with being a cook that I love so many things. Yeah. But the first thing I would even say is being your favorite style of food will be Mexican food. Yes, I love Mexican food. And, and what's crazy is I love Mexican food, and I don't even eat it as much as I want to. Yeah, that like, would be the I only thing. Eat it every day. Yeah, you don't go out of Mexico. Either. I really don't. I need to go ahead and um, throw out some Boreas. Yeah, you, those are so good. Minute. You have them in a long time. Next question. What is my favorite color? Um, Blue. Yes. So what that is, is that's been my, that was my favorite color when I was like younger. And I've never like updated it, I guess. But... Um, as time went on, I started realizing it's not like a favorite color for me. It's like what color looks good on me for me. Like, um, so like so orange and yellow, orange, yellow, gray, mm -hmm. black. So I feel like I don't have a favorite color for me. Like my favorite color is whatever looks good on me that day. And uh, okay. My favorite color is orange today. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, what music do I like? What type of music do I like? You like rap music. I do. But I do anything. like I do like rap music, but I do listen to a lot of R&B. But I think that's more personal, like time, like I have by myself, like if I'm in the car or something. But I'm definitely high on the rap. Definitely high on the rap. Definitely. What's my favorite TV show? <laughs> Law and Order SVU. Yes, <laughs> watch it all day long. Yeah. Matter of fact, nope, mm -mm. it ain't on. They ain't on today. Nope. Where is my favorite place to be in the whole world? Mm. See, I do know you like you like visiting San Antonio, but I would say Florida. You like being in Florida. Yes. I'm not trying to commit you to, to that media answer, so I don't be wrong, but No, 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 no. I love Florida. You know, I always say like that would be the place. Like, you know how everybody have their destination that they would move to. Like I would move to Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Florida so much. But I would What's really say my type my top favorite place to be is wherever Prince is. Like, Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. Oh my god! But no, that's literally how I think. Cause I, oh, like, your oh, mother. If it doesn't, if it doesn't like concern him, then it's not my favorite place. Like, and that's just straight up and down. Like that's oh. my boo. Oh, that's so sweet. Boo. Okay, so who is my favorite female artist and male artist? Um, favorite you know, male. Just one, cause I don't, you know, I don't really. I'm not a big music person. So, because I know, like, I'm gonna go old back, back, back. But when you used to say, but I do know, it's a couple of male artists that you like. Okay. Okay. So you start with male artists. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's you. You really like. As long as I've known you, you really. Wait. Only so is to this rap or is this R and B? I don't know. It's up to you. Okay, so you know, who is my you know, favorite I, rap artist? Because I, really... I, have a, I have a few of your favorite rap artists. Like, okay, well, just go ahead and name the ones that you think I... Growing up, you were infatuated with T.I. 
Yes, let's talk about now though, because I don't listen to Ti Miller. Let's we talk about now, money. Who is my talk about like um? Who's you my listen, favorite? you listen to Lil Baby, Moneybag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, those really like the uh, what's the other one? I can't think of the other one. Um, when he first came out, you was on him heavy, Young Dolph. He was on Young mm-hmm. Dolph heavy. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Is there anybody else you had in mind? Yes, I love me some Rilo. When you start listening to Rilo, boy, I listen to Rilo all the time. That's my boo. He's fine. He still did he get shot? No. I thought he, I thought he was dead. No. I thought he was, I thought he died a couple years ago. But no, Rilo died. No, wrong person, wrong rapper. Yeah, I thought he died a couple years ago. Okay, now who my favorite favorite? Let's see. Let's do one favorite rap and one favorite R and B. Let's try that. Female. For one. One rap and one uh, like a favorite female rapper. You have a female favorite female rapper besides Nicki Minaj. That's it. I was about to say like who else? (laughs) Hello. Um, favorite R and B. Um, it can't be some Walker because you don't listen to her enough for me. You is a lie. You don't listen to her enough for me. That it is Summer Walker though, so you're wrong. I, I know, I know, I know. It, I know it's Summer Walker, but you don't, listen, day, you don't listen to her enough for me, for my liking. No, you just feel like because. Hey, we don't we don't keep this in the episode because Prince yeah, just keeps coming in, keeps coming in here. Um, so you Prince, you have anything you want to say to the people? Come here. You want to say something? You want to say hi? Hi. What's your name? Prince. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite color, Prince? Amy. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue? Okay. Blue. What's what's your favorite TV show? Green TV. Green TV. Okay. <laughs> what's your favorite food? Mommy Poopy too. Hmm? Mommy Poopy too. Mommy Poopy too? Papa. Purple. purple. Oh, purples. Okay. What's your favorite TVs? What you like watching on TV, baby? You like say you like YouTube? Car car. Black. Black. All right. Black and, oh, yeah, we we not even on. You like black anymore. and unk. Okay. What change colors? Change colors. Okay. Cool. Green TVs. Perfect. Perfect. Tell your grandma so you want to tell her you want a green TV. <laughs> <laughs> so tiny, but All right, we back. Prince is gone. Okay, so um, let's finish the question. Okay, so just to correct you though, Summer Walker is definitely my favorite R&B. I know, artist. I know, I know. Don't do too much. What is your favorite thing about me? Um, besides her cooking, Amani is um has been my best friend for a very long time um and you can talk to her um sometimes she don't listen so that's also a good thing is that sometimes she'll tune you out (laughs) so it's like you get to vent without her actually retaining stuff and then it'll pop back up later i love that i'm just kidding but um she's a really good listener and she's a good friend and like she's um loyal like when she rides for you she really rides for you and um she sees the good in people and yeah that's those are my favorite thing about you boo yeah <laughs> um am i an early bird or a night owl early bird introvert or extrovert introvert cat person or dog person mm, 
Oh, who's a cute cat person? Why I bring up the cat? Then Uncle Aaron throw her downstairs. Yes, because Mama, because I had to give my cat to them, which was over there when I think they lived in um in the Fay. In the Fay, and then I don't know, like they end up getting my cat, and I just really was so confused on why my cat <laughs> why, got over their house. I don't and know why, why we had to get rid of my cat. I, right, I don't understand that. I really you don't. Know I never. Maybe we would ask them. I don't know why they did that. Optimist or pessimist? Pessimist. pessimist. You are. An op optimist. You think so? Mm -hmm. I, I think, think with I the think, way I think about stuff, I guess I think you can see something different. But I think the way I would say because I want to, I want to, right? I want to say that um, I want to say a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. um, and the only reason, and kind of like I'll say sixty percent pessimist. Mm -hmm. 40% optimist. I'll mm -hmm. say it that way because okay. it can't be both. So I think sometimes you see things more negatively than you do positively mm -hmm. when some things could be positive. Um, so yeah, I would say a little bit of both, but um, a little bit leaning more on the pessimist side. Mm. You know, I just learned what that meant today. Like when you asked me the question, I just went ahead and said optimist. I asked you when, when you when I asked you the question, I said, do you know what that means? You said optimist. So I thought you knew what it meant. No, I just guessed. Oh. And it was the right guess. I don't know. Mm. That's why I just threw a joke in there and said. Oh, wow. So sorry for you. Um. So, yeah. So, that's going to wrap up this um, Convoderm Station. This interview. Um. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Any last closing words? Um. For my last closing words, first of all, I want to start by saying thank you for having me. You know, I was super excited to come and I've been begging you to be on here <laughs> since you started. Like, oh, yes. we're gonna do a sibling one. We're gonna do a sibling one. Which y'all don't know about me, Alec, is that we used to get on a laptop when we were younger and web record ourselves talking in this manner way ahead of our time. Like way ahead of even how like Soldier Boy mm -hmm. feel like he started that. We was doing that before he even started. We would sit in front of the camera mm -hmm. and talk about I think stuff that went on at school or mm -hmm. I don't know what we was doing exactly all we was talking about, but um, I think we was gossiping a little bit. We actually did this. So mm -hmm. um, just us doing like this right now, it's, it's so organic. It's so easy to do. So mm -hmm. I knew that when I did get the chance to come on here, I was going to be really excited and not wanting to leave, but gotta go. I got to go. <laughs> um, but closing words, I guess I would say is, you know, don't let anxiety consume you. Mm -hmm. Period. And that's it. Right there. Drop the mic. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And I always close out with a prayer. Um, so I pray your day is successful. I pray everything your hand touches prosperous. I pray that you believe in yourself. And I pray against anxiety. And I pray that you believe that you can do all things through Christ, which returns you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Don't forget to follow um, this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Alec Bryant, A-L-E-Y-C-B-R-Y-A-N-T. And the podcast page, which is Hope Podcast, H-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And don't forget to check out my website, www.alecaleyc.com. And go ahead and follow my sister on Instagram. It is um, Amani Katrina, A-M-A-N-I-C-A-T-R-Y-N-A. -A. All right, people. Say now, say goodbye to the, to the audience. Say bye. Bye. Peace. Bye.